Late Night Conversations, Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. Let's welcome A-Team guest Mara Glennie, who's founder and director of Tears Foundation. Thank you very much for joining us, Mara. Good evening. Thanks, Patricia. And I promise you I'm over 18. (laughs) I'm glad that you're over 18. But this conversation (laughs) that we're having right now, I think everyone should be tuned into. So oh, that, absolutely. So that we all are conscientized. I mean, gender-based violence um, crimes are increasing in South Africa. Instead of decreasing, they keep on increasing. And it's very scary. We live in fear. Well, we do. And one organization has, has got as their slogan, Am I Next? How terrifying that thought, because it could be any woman in South Africa. Sure. That is very scary. Let's start off here. What... Uh, do you do and you at your foundation tears what is your core mandate well my core mandate started when i went to the police station some years ago because i almost lost my life in intimate partner violence which is the highest form of problems in our country and they wouldn't take my case because it was on a friday evening late they said come back on monday so finally when i got through that dark time of my life I asked myself the question, when they couldn't help me and I was begging them to tell me where I could go for help, what would I have wanted? So I would have wanted to be able to access information for free, readily, nationwide, in the police station on my phone. So that's what I did. I developed a service using phone technology um, to access the nearest place that you could go to using GPS coordination. So if you are in Soweto, it will give you the nearest places in Soweto that you can go for help. That is absolutely amazing. Absolutely amazing. Now, tell us, these places uh, that you can go for help, are, are, are they quick? Are they swift? Because one thing that I've heard from a lot of victims is that the police are not always geared to deal with the gender-based violence. Well, I'm afraid that is true. And in my case, I was chased away and I've still discovered that this is a frequent occurrence. So, um, first of all, let me just say that I had run my... Um, service for almost two years when I realized that I needed to expand the service. So I um, was fortunate enough to be granted Namola's first GBV partnership, Namola's an app, where from my line, the first service that you get is you can get three places that you can go for help because a lot of people need face-to-face counseling. Mm. The second service that you can get, which is the second choice that you make, because it's a USSD, I'm calling it an app, but it's a service, where you can say, I need immediate help, and someone will answer the call center tears. So the number is, and you follow the prompts, star one three four star 7355 hash, it's a free call, It works anywhere in South Africa, and within 20 seconds, your call will be phoned back by someone who says, do you need help? This is absolutely amazing, absolutely amazing, and it's it's help that is obviously um, very discreet. Uh, You can be anywhere. You can be facing any circumstance, and Mara, it will be able to bring comfort to know that there's someone on the other side of the telephone line. But then are you able to also guide victims um, once they 
they've, they've had the interaction with tears to open up cases because w once a person opens up a case they need to be going for for um you know constant um court uh, hearings facing the victim the, the perpetrator at times and this can take a big toll on a human being Absolutely. And, you know, what I discovered is that as a survivor of rape and abuse, you are extremely vulnerable. You've lost something that you didn't give freely. And not only that, you rediscover yourself and you, you come out the other end a new person. But the process from being broken through abuse to being a new person is a journey. And a lot of it is that, that, that journey that you've spoken about, going to court, making charges, whatever. And it is very bewildering and it is very lonely. So what we do is we walk with the person through the process. So if you live in Worcester in Cape Town, we will give you the name of a service because all our services are free uh, a provider and if that person fails to assist you for some other reason you always have our number and can call us back because sometimes we have to ask people for court support sometimes uh, we need to send a lawyer to help you get the protection order because unfortunately protection orders um, are frequently issued without proper explanation I mean you cannot take a protection order if your abuser lives in the same home mm -hmm. and so because what uh, how do you execute it if you call the police to say he or she's breaking the protection order but you're sharing the same home it doesn't work so what we do is a lot of our interventions are explanations of the way forward what you can expect where you can go how to do it uh you know, it, so it goes from helping someone get a protection order, going to court with them, finding somebody to help with their parenting plan. In fact, one of my staff is in court today uh, uh, with an application to get a parenting plan uh, turned over because if you uh, uh, go to court without adequate counsel, sometimes you sign the wrong papers, then they've got to be overturned. You know, there's one thing that always concerns me, being a person who had to face this uh, particular incident, is uh, that of the protection order. I mean, once you've been victimized and now you need a protection order, there's no one accompanying you to go to the court <laughs> to make sure that this is enforced. And s sometimes even the perpetrator does not get served. They they don't come to court, then it makes it now involved and, and all these things. How best can we navigate the issue of protection orders for those who have been victimized? Well, we do have a very clear document and a tutorial on on protection orders, but, but we do spend the time, part of our services, explaining to someone what you could do with the protection order or what you can't do. Because the protection order actually has two phases. So the first phase is you get an interim protection order. That is the document that must be served on the perpetrator and then you go back to court. The perpetrator, he or she, has the opportunity of saying it's unfair uh, and it then gets uh, turned over or granted. So a lot of people don't understand that the interim protection order only lasts for days or weeks. So it's very, very confusing. And I found that the court, I've been with people um, to do it, and I found the court extremely unhelpful. Mm. 
Oh, A-teamers. A-teamers, we are speaking about fighting gender-based violence crimes. And uh, Mara Glenny, who is founder and director of Tears Foundation, is, is giving us the tools that she has opened up based on her experience being a survivor herself. And she's opened this up. She's seen a gap and she's trying to fill this gap. But this does not go without saying that there are some loopholes when it comes to the protection of those who have been victimized when um, you go to the courts or even go to the to to the local police station for help this is the conversation please do join in on it on 011-714-2006 or whatsapp 0614-104-107 sms's go to 41391 late night conversations monday to thursday 10 p.m till midnight mara your 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 resources at tears foundation you say they are readily available. You have about 80 organizations across the country working against sexual violence and you're in a partnership with them. But for those who are listening right now saying, Mara, how do I reach out to you? What is that USSD number? What is, uh, you know, your landline? How do I reach you? Well, the, the first thing that... Uh, that um Anytime, 24-7, you can dial our, our USSD number, which is star 134 star 7355 hash, star 134 star 7355 hash. And then you follow the prompts. It's a USSD service, and you follow the prompts. And the prompts will, will, you'll say you can select where I am because we need to geolocate you. And then you'll say what area you're in and you'll get to the services um, nearest you. And so what I've, one of the things about that service is that it's completely silent and it's completely free. So I find a lot of people phone it and plan to go the next day to um, to the place or phone the place when they're in private because sometimes you're sharing a house or a flat or a phone or something with a with your abuser or the person you want to, uh, uh, to report. So, yeah. uh, so by doing it like that, it, it becomes very confidential. Let me go to a voice note from an A-teamer. Sure. Hi, A-teamers. I just wanted to ask the lady from Tears, um, do they possibly help with civil litigation? Um, so, for example, if um, a protection order gets thrown out, do they help, you know, with the process of getting a cease and desist order? Um, when do you use a cease and desist order? It would be really um, helpful if you had more of that information. Thanks. Thank you for that question, A-teamer. Please, uh, Mara, do, do um, um, respond. Um, well, what we try to do if a protection order has not been granted by the magistrate is find out why. Because it's, it's a nuance of the law, and I must tell you quite honestly, sometimes it's exceptionally annoying, and I think that the judges that are making the grantings are not always understanding gender-based violence. But we don't, I, we don't work with Cecil Desist. It's not part of our services. But what we do is we try to find out what the reason for the protection order was not being granted. And then you are allowed to reapply for it once you've fixed whatever the problem was. 
So sometimes it's because there's incorrect wording, as simple as that. The wording is not clear. And sometimes it's because you can't prove what you're alleging. So you might say, um, uh, every night at 12 o'clock, he rings my doorbell. Well, how are you substantiating that? Have you kept a diary? Have you got witnesses, etc.? So we always revisit the reason for the protection order not being granted. And that would be my advice. Find out why it wasn't granted and rectify what the problem was. All right, I'm glad that you can help. I'm glad that you can help. And um, for the benefit of the A-teamer, please uh, give uh, your contact details again, Mara, before we let you go. Well, I think it would be best to mail me. My personal okay. email address is Mara, M-A-R-A, at tears, T-E-A-R-S, dot COSA. If you mail me, but it must have all your details with your phone number and everything, and I will get one of my um, intervention specialists to follow it up with you and see if we can ascertain. Excellent. Excellent. Mara, thank you so very much. Uh, the work that you're doing at Tears is tremendous. It's outstanding. And we hope that more and more um, South African organizations would be able to, you know, weigh in and put in some funding towards the work you're doing and put in their resources so that more and more survivors can be able to get help. Before I let you go, there's an A-teamer on the line. Uh, let's uh, hear what they have to say. Good evening, Masilel. Yeah, how are you, man? Strong, thank you. How are you? I'm good. Uh, like I said, my name is Orima Kilela. And then, like, uh, I have this one issue about the gender face valet, you know? Mm-hmm. When it comes to us dying, you know, they tend to be this violence that comes from the ladies. But no one never talked about it. When, especially when you try to propose to a lady, and then now the lady, like, responds badly to you. And then now, all the ladies, like, they do certain things like that. Mostly ladies that are met. Then, at the end, how do you define that as a gender-based violence, and how can you, like, deal with that? Because if I start dealing with that, with the ladies, ladies will start hating me more. Then how how are you going to deal with that as a gender based violence? Okay, I'm going to allow our guest Mara to respond to you, uh, Masilela. But uh, from from what I'm hearing you saying, and my my opinion or my take on what you're saying, it saddens me when we are discussing something that is a scourge, that is not a rare occurrence. And that's what we're discussing. And someone tries to deviate to say, but it also happens on the other side. No one is saying it doesn't happen on the other side. No one is saying that men are not being abused by women. But when we speak of gender-based violence and we try to overshadow the fact that it can happen in any direction based on isolated incidents as opposed to many, many, many reported incidents, it, it saddens me. And I think we as a people need to do better. That's from me to you, Masilel. Let me allow Mara to weigh in. Mara. So, Masilela, I, um, I um, was also um, maybe misunderstanding you. I totally agree with uh, what uh, Patricia said. But, but I think, f- first of all, because we don't discount men, 
we believe men are part of the solution. This year, our 16 days uh, campaign has been with uh, the actor Patrick Shah, who himself was a perpetrator. And we've been doing talks all over um, to say that men and women must work together. So that's my first thing. You know, I can't solve it alone. I have to work with other organizations. And we can't solve a problem alone, only the women of this country. It happens mostly to us, but together we can do something about it. So the second thing is that I understood from you is that sometimes you make approaches to women who rebuff them in a bad way. Did I understand you right? Masalela? Are you still there? Yeah. Actually, there's something I wanted to add more. Okay. Like, you know, when I listen to the radio, Mm -hmm. mostly nice things that ladies say, there are many things that are very, actually, uh, uh, good on a radio, you understand, eh? Like when women say, like, we have been abused, we have been done this. But in reality, when you come and try to be the guy that they say they want, then they tend to change you as a foolish guy and then as a wrong person because of, like, you're not doing what others are doing. And then those ones who are doing the perpetrating, they are the ones that they normally they have been protected. And then you tend to be like a guy that was like a fool. Okay, well, like I, I'm not... I'm not actually sure that that we can make that statement. So let me put put it this way. Remember that the woman, it is her body, her life, and her choice. And if she keeps rebuffing someone, they need to understand that no is no, and it is her body. And so that's the difficulty is that a lot of our patriarchal society thinks that because you pay attention to a woman, they must give you the attention back. But actually, it should be something both parties agree to. So I am a person who supports no is no, and it's my body and my right to engage or not. Thank you, Patricia. All right, um, Masilela, thank you very much. We have heard your views. Um, yeah, Mara, it's difficult now for me to let you go because, uh, you know, the comments that Masilela made are, are valid. Then, yes, we can generalize, but they are valid. There are women who do abuse men, yes, and it happens. Are. But I, I, I just feel so disheartened to a point of being upset when people um, do what Masilela has just done, you know, uh, we are looking at something that is a pandemic, basically, and someone is undermining it by saying, well, the others also do it. It scares me, the mentality that we as human beings have, instead of saying, how do we stop gender-based violence? And yes, men are included in gender-based violence because the LGBTQI community is part of this. They are also getting abused, and it's men. <laughs> who are getting abused as well. And uh, I just don't know. I don't know, Mara. How do, how do we get South Africans to understand that when we are facing something, let us face it head on and fix it instead of saying, but others are also doing it. It's a very, very difficult uh, problem to deal because if our country, our government had uh, paid more attention rather than paying lip service in the newspapers and in Parliament to the GBV crisis. It wouldn't be where it's at. Billions have gone. We have been asking where it is. And the 
organizations such as mine at the grassroots level are generally crying out for funds, but there were 21 billion rand. And so one must just say, as a country, we're doing that. As a country, we're not taking it seriously. It's not just one caller or one person. Until we un- admit that it's not a sensational matter when someone gets murdered or killed or raped and it's on the front page, we should be saying another person, our societal problem has to be solved. Mm. Mara, before I let you go, please do give me that uh, number and your email address again. Of course. We have a website mm-hmm. called www.tears.coza. Our free helpline 24-7 where you can get immediate assistance um, by choosing the prompt I need help. Um, I'm mean, in an emergency situation. Is star 134 star 7355 hash. And our individual specialists also operate on a 24-hour basis. And if you have an emergency and you need us to phone you, you can drop a mail to me on um, my email address, which is mara, M-A-R-A, at tears, T-E-A-R-S, dot coza. I'd also like to mention one other thing. I love the name, the A-Team. It speaks for action, is that every one of you listening today have a role to play. Um, You can volunteer at your nearest shelter or at your police station because there aren't enough people dealing with GBV in our country. And, you know, sometimes you might not have the skills uh, of counselling or whatever, but you might have a huge heart. You might be able to pack comfort bags for rape uh, victims. You might be able to make a cup of coffee for the counsellors, but you could never offer too much help. Every single counselling facility in this country needs help, even if it's filing. So I'm mentioning things like making coffee and filing because it isn't necessary for those with psych psych, um, degrees. It's for anybody. We need every person to to stand up and play their role against gender-based violence. I wouldn't agree with you more. Thank you very much, Mara, for joining us and giving us those contact details. Please do have a, a pleasant evening and more strength to your bow. Thank you. Bye-bye, A-teamers.